important program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone watching me on uh, Facebook Live, thank you so much for tuning in uh, today. Sorry about that sound that you hear there, but we're getting it all straight here in the Real Talk studio. And today is Marriage Monday. We are talking about marriage as we always do. And in case you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone-In Fridays. It is a phone uh, call-in talk show, so every now and then you may hear the phone tone. That just means everything's working. But if you want to give me a call, our number live in studio is 888 Four three two seven four three four. Today is Marriage Monday, and we're talking about marriage tolerance. Marriage tolerance. How much should you tolerate in marriage? How much should you tolerate in marriage? Should you tolerate uh, up until you know, like the scripture says, "Till death do you part." Uh, in sickness and in health, uh, you know, at, at what point do you say, you know what, I can't tolerate this anymore? I'd love to hear from you on it. Is it, is it okay as a pastor if we send you back to your marriage, even though you may be uh, getting abused by your spouse uh, physically or, or emotionally, verbally? Uh, you know, how much can you take? And then there's a lot of other things that may not be as bad as that. But when do you put your foot down? When do you draw the line? And what does that mean? Well, that's what we're talking about today. I want to hear from you. Some of you have tolerated so much. God has seen every one of your tears. He has seen every one of your efforts to go back to forgive. Uh, But, um, you know, is there anybody that will talk to you about tolerance? Well, I'm here today. I am a pastor. I'm a brother in the Lord. uh, And I'm not the, the the final voice on any of this, you know, the Lord and his word. They are. And uh, so, you know, we'll always turn to his word, but I'll give you some of my thoughts along the way, but I'll let you know when it's just my thoughts and not necessarily straight from, uh, from the word. But what about you? How much should you tolerate in marriage? That's what I want to talk to you about today. If you want to give me a call, feel free. Here is my number, 888 Three, four. If you're trying to memorize the number, remember the word bridge. 
888-43-BRIDGE. My line is open now. Let's pause for prayer, as we always do at the beginning and end of the show. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to have this conversation around uh, tolerance in marriage. We do pray that you would uh, give us understanding on how we uh, can can be long-suffering and at the same time, Lord, uh, be wise in the way uh, we handle our spouses. We commit today's show over to you now. In the name of Jesus, together everyone said, amen and amen. If you want to get a hold of me a couple other ways, you can always go to andersonspeaks.com or you can go to embracegracism.com. Learn how, to, how it, uh, what it means to be a gracist and, and what does that look like in your marriage? How do you apply that in your life? Well, I'm willing to talk to you. I want to talk to you. I want to hear from you. And, uh, you know, sometimes what you need is just to talk to somebody about it and say, you know, I've been tolerating this for a long time. I think I can tolerate it some more. But, Pastor, I need uh, I need a little bit of help here. Talk me through it. <laughs> uh, the good news about my show is you get to hear other people as well and what they're going through. And maybe they've tolerated so much more than you have, and they can give you some wisdom how to make it through. No one said life was going to be easy, did they? And so... Uh, Guess what? The good news is you have uh, God with you. You have the spirit of Christ with you. You have brothers and sisters like uh, me and so many others who are supporting you. So uh, guess what? You don't have to tolerate anything uh, on your own. Okay. Let me give you the number one more time. Then I'm going to go kick the show off in Fairfax, Virginia. Here's my number. 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, let's go to Fairfax, Virginia, and talk to Patty, who's on the line. Hey, Patty, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi. Hi, Dr. Anderson. Thanks for calling. What's your comment or question, please? Well, I, I would um, like to hear your thoughts on being unequally yoked in marriage. Oh, okay. Um, I've been married several years, uh, have four children, mm. um, and... Uh, you know, have have prayed and hoped that my husband would come to Christ for many, many years, mm. but it has not happened, and mm. and it it's uh, it's a sad and and you know many times it's a sad and lonely yeah um, relationship that yes, way. Yes. How long have you been praying for your spouse to come to know the Lord? Probably 25 years. 25 years. Did you get saved while in the marriage, yeah. or did you marry an unbeliever? Uh, well, it, it's a little bit more complicated, but um, no. I, <laughs> it always is. <laughs> I made this, I, made, I, 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 married, um, I married him thinking that he was on the fence about uh -huh, it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, well, here's the thing. First of all, praise the Lord that you desire your husband to come to know the Lord. Uh, you married him not knowing that he was fully committed or not committed to the Lord. You were hoping he'd tip one way. He didn't. He tipped the other way. But that doesn't mean that uh, the marriage can't survive. I mean, 25 years is a long time. Apart from your spiritual disunity, how is the marriage? He's a good man. Mm-hmm. And um you know but it's it's lonely sitting in um in church you know being a pew widow 
Yeah, right. <laughs> and and um, and it's 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 difficult to raise four children in the way mm-hmm. that you want them to go when you don't have that as a backup. Yeah. So that's a word to the that's a word uh, you know a cautionary tale for uh, your listeners out mm-hmm. there who might be considering marriage. Well, you know, the key verse on this is First uh, Peter chapter 3. I'm sure you've read it before, where it says, Wives, in the same way, be submissive to your husbands, so that if any of them do not believe the word, they may be won without words by the behavior of their wives. When they see the purity and reverence of your lives, your beauty should not come from outward adornment, such as braided hair or wearing gold jewelry or fine clothes. Instead... It should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. So what the text is teaching us is that you can indeed win your husband to the Lord, Uh, but it's going to take time, Patty. And what I'm going to do after this break, if you hold on, I'm going to break down that passage for you and hopefully it'll give you something to focus on. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Thank you. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook. What is multicultural ministry? How does it affect me? Why is it important? If you want to know the answers to these and many other questions, then the Multicultural Ministry Handbook is a must-read. This story was modeled on the pioneering planting of Bridgeway Community Church, where founding pastor Dr. David Anderson had the vision for a dynamic, diverse, grace-filled place. Authored by a group of folks who've been doing ministry together for many years, this book is a testimony of personal journeys and practical ideas for any church with the desire to do life as God would have us do it. 
The Multicultural Ministry Handbook, published by InterVarsity Press, can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com, or Andersonspeaks.com. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click Like. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text-piration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're talking about marriage tolerance how much should you tolerate in your marriage? Before the break, I was on the phone with uh, Patty in Fairfax, Virginia. Patty was talking about being unequally yoked, married to her husband for over 25 years. He's not a believer, but she's praying that he will be. Before the break, Patty, I read you First Peter chapter 3, the first uh, several verses of that chapter. And I just wanted to remind you of the three things that you need in order to be a part of God's winning team to win your husband over. Okay. And, uh, here's, okay. here's the first one. It says, uh, in, wives in the same way, be submissive to your husband. So the first way you win him is with submission. The second way you win him, it says without words. So that's your speech. And then the third way you win him is with your spirit. It says instead uh, of the inner beauty, make sure you work on the quiet and gentle spirit. That doesn't mean being quiet with your mouth. It means being quiet with your spirit. And so three things, your submission, your speech, and your spirit, those three things will be a part of what God will use to draw your husband to himself. Now, listen, it doesn't all fall on you. God wants him to come to Jesus (laughs) more than you do. All right. And God has been patient with him. And what I pray and what you ought to pray, and you probably already do this, but when you are praying for a family member to come to know Christ, always pray that God would put somebody else in his life who he respects that will share the good news of Christ with them. Because sometimes they can't hear you, can they? I mean, too close, right? And so. No, if anything, I might have, if anything, I might have, um, done the done the opposite exactly we do it all the time we're so uh, concerned attitude you know with our spouse we're so concerned that we we badger them we keep telling them about jesus we we tell them where they're wrong and we take the place of the holy spirit and and what you want to do from this point on, and I'm not saying you've done this all this marriage. I mean, 25 years is pretty good. It means you no, got you got. I'm pre- guilty of all three. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest, you know. So submission, uh, speech, and uh, and spirit. Now, when it talks about speech, it says you win him without words. So in other words, you don't need to talk about Christ <laughs> anymore. Don't ever bring it up again. Now, that's going to sound weird to somebody listening to me because they feel like, well, I've got to be a faithful witness. Actually, you're a faithful witness with your life, not with your lips. 
Even the apostle, uh, even the apostle Paul said in, in Colossians four, pray for me that I would have the door of opportunity open. And if the door opens, then I will speak. So even Paul was saying, I'm not just going to go start speaking. I'm going to wait for the Lord to open the door. And so, and then when they, the door is open, he says, pray that I do it with gentleness and respect. So if you have an opportunity to speak to your husband about Jesus or faith, do it with gentleness and do it with respect, Mm -hmm. but wait for the door to open. Wait for him to ask if he doesn't bring it up, you don't bring it up. All you do is live out what it means to be a submissive and a quiet spirited woman. Now, quiet spirited does not mean not talking. It just means that you don't have, you know what I mean? There could be somebody who doesn't say much, but you can still sense in their attitude the way they condemn you or have a contempt for you. Maybe they're like, mm-hmm. you know, they don't say anything, but they're like, mm-hmm. it's just like a loud spirit, uh-huh. you know, condemning, even though they didn't say anything. So what you want to do is make sure your spirit is quieted. So there's judgment that doesn't come or contempt coming from you. And if you're submissive, if you just focus on loving him as, as your as the wife, serving him as the wife, respecting him as the wife, and let the spirit of Christ shine through you. We might be able to speed this thing up, but at the end of the day, it's really about God bringing other people into his life and him surrendering his will to the Lord. And we can't make anyone surrender their will to the Lord, but you can help by the way you act. That's good. Is this helpful to you, Patty? That's good. Yes. Yes, it is. It is. All right. It needs to come from somebody else. Thank you. It really does. Well, listen, God bless you, and uh, may the Lord continue to do a great work in your family. Uh, that's First uh, Peter chapter 3, verses 1 through uh, 4. Hopefully that's encouraging, not only, not only Patty, but you. I mean, praise the Lord, 25 years they've been together. He's probably a good man. He just doesn't know Jesus. But guess what? There's so many other good aspects about him. Focus on those. Love on him. Consider him as another person who's created in the image of God. And don't worry about him getting saved. I know that sounds weird coming from a pastor, but sometimes we're so focused on other people getting saved that we forget, relate to the person that they are. And what's happening, we're trying to relate to the person they're not. And we're skipping the person they are. And we get myopic and thinking, as long as they're not this, I cannot be happy with them. That's not true. You can be happy with him. Now, your heart still, you know, is going to pray and hope Uh, And, you know, in your private closet, you're going to pray for them and stuff. But at the end of the day, there are a lot of things that you can still enjoy. You can enjoy dating. You can enjoy eating together. You can enjoy the kids. You can enjoy walks. You can enjoy talking about secular music that y'all like, movies that you like to watch. I mean, there's a lot of good about this person, even though they're not saved. Now, when they get saved, it's going to be awesome, right? But they're not saved yet. That's okay. Still have fun with them. And, And watch God do his great work. Don't get in the way. Patty, I'm so glad you called. Well, in case you want to talk to me, my number is 888-432-7434. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about marriage tolerance. Marriage tolerance. How much should you tolerate in marriage? If you're on my Facebook Live page, at Anderson Speaks is my Facebook Live page. Or if you just put in Dr. David Anderson, it'll pull me up as well. Uh, Maybe you can uh, write in there if you can't... uh, Uh, necessarily call in and tell me what you think, and I'll check that during the break. If you want to call me, though, give me a call. Remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, let's go to uh, Upper Marlboro, Maryland, and talk to Octavia, who's on the line. Hi, Octavia. This is Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, 
Hi, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking? Uh, well, um, here's my thought on it. Um, I, for many years, have been hearing the slogan, uh, divorce is not an option. Mm-hmm. And so it inspired me to actually research it. And when I, I searched the Bible, I, I started at Matthew 5, and I you know, it's just, um, Hang on, I don't know. Something just happened. Can you get off that other line? I'm still talking to Octavia. Hold on one second, Octavia. We got a double party line going on right here. <laughs> All right, <Okay>. so <laughs> d- divorce is not an option. You were studying it, and then uh, right. what happened? And then I, I looked in Matthew 5, and then I, I looked in First uh, Corinthians chapter 7, which gives a lot of detail about marriage, and I found it to be very helpful. Mm-hmm. You do make a you do make a good point. You do make a good point with regard to the slogan. There's no uh, no scripture that says divorce is not an option. There are passages that may say God hates divorce, like in Malachi. Uh, and the, but there have there are a couple of options. <laughs> Believe it or not, uh, there are a couple of op- right. options where you know the Lord says you know I've only permitted it because of this. Uh, or you know um, you know a couple of the, those uh, options if you want to call them that. We call them the exception clauses, and one of them is adultery. Another one is abandonment by an unbeliever, you know. And uh, and so I think you're right that sometimes we'll just spit something out and say that it's scriptural, but the reality is it's not. So I, I think you're right on that one, by the way, Octavia. Thank you. So, but that's all I wanted to say on that. I, you know, I, I believe that marriage is a covenant, yep. and um, I believe in marriage. Uh, I've been married for over 21 years, mm. but I believe that we must be careful because of the domestic violence that has, uh, happens to so mm-hmm. many women, and a lot of times women don't share everything that happens in their home. Sure. So, um, so someone could really get harmed yeah. thinking that they have to stay physically. That's right. That's so right. Well, in yeah, 20, 21 years, I mean, you know, you actually have some years behind you to speak. You know, it's not like you've been married two or three. So I'm sure you've tolerated a lot, and, and he's probably tolerated a lot. But you're still you're still kicking, aren't you? Yes. Uh, we are. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, listen, thank you so much for your words, and uh, thanks for hanging out with me today. Okay, Octavia? 
Not a problem. Have a great day. Blessings to you. Let's go to Fairfax. Well, you know what? We can't go to Fairfax yet because I'm looking at my clock. I'm going to run to a break in just a minute. But as soon as I get back, uh, Anonymous, I will come to you, I promise. And I want to come to you as well. So if you want to call me uh, during the break would be a great time because then we can get you up on my screens and I can get to you quicker. Uh, Let me give you the number, run to the break, and then as soon as I get back, I'm coming right back to the phone lines. It's amazing how quick that first half hour goes. 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. If you give me a call right now, we'll get you up on my screen. If you're just tuning in because you're getting in your car, my number is 888-43-BRIDGE. And the topic we're talking about today on this Marriage Monday is marriage tolerance. How much should you tolerate in your marriage? If you want to talk to me, I want to talk to you. I'm coming to you shortly, just a short three-minute break. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Marriage Monday. What other place would you want to be than hanging out with me, talking about marriage? I'll be right back. People say there are billions of dollars lost in a market crash. The truth is, they're not lost, they just exchange hands. And the good news is, by gaining the right kind of knowledge, you can learn to recognize the opportunities that exist and, more importantly, act on them. I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder of Tradeway. Along with being an investment advisor, Tradeway offers our students a powerful education so that they can take their investments in their own hands. We break down the confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. We keep it simple, fun, and personal. Come join us at our next two-day event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. You'll learn to take small steps to reach your biggest goals. Coming to the Sheraton Tyson's Hotel, July 20th and 21st. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. This is WAVA General Manager Tom Moyer. Many of you have been hearing the Tradeway event ads with David Mitchell on WAVA for years, and you've thought about attending one of their two-day stock trading events. Well, I'm here to encourage you to take action and attend the upcoming July 20th, 21st Tradeway event in Tyson's. I have personally attended the Tradeway event, and I'm very impressed with the presentation and the Tradeway organization. In the eight years WAVA has been advertising the Tradeway events, I've had only positive comments from listeners. Tradeway is so confident you'll appreciate the two-day financial education event. They're offering a 100% money-back guarantee. Registration is only $99.95, and that's good for your entire household. Plus, you'll receive an extra ticket to bring a friend or a loved one. Come learn about stock trading and take control of your family's financial future. Go to Tradeway.com to register or call 877-907-TRADE and make plans to attend on July 20th, 21st at the Sheraton Tyson's Hotel. Tradeway.com. Big goals. 
small steps. The following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. I know that the dreams I have for my family can still come true. Financial security, to stay in the home we became a family in, and for our children to be able to go to college. I reached out to SelectQuote because I wanted to share my story. If just one person purchases life insurance, I know I will have made a difference. SelectQuote can find a 37-year-old male a $500,000 policy for under a dollar a day. If there are people you care about, you need life insurance. It may be the single most important financial decision of your life. Don't put off protecting your family. Get your free quote now. Call 800 800- 671-7070. That's 800-671-7070. 800-671-7070. Or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Not available in all states. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. And we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? Thanks a lot for hanging out with me on this Marriage Monday. If you're just joining us, we're talking about marriage tolerance. How much should you tolerate in your marriage? 888-432-7434. If you want to join the conversation, get right in where you fit in. If you're trying to memorize the number, just remember the word bridge. We're always trying to build a bridge. In some way, shape, or form, and this is a relational bridge between you and your spouse, so 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, let's go to Fairfax, Virginia, and talk to Anonymous on the line. Hi, Anonymous. Welcome to the show. How are you? Anonymous, are you there? Going once? Going twice? All right, Anonymous, I got to let you go. Call me back when you're able to talk to me. Let's go to Alexandria, Virginia, and talk to Dee, who's on the line. Hi, Dee Dee. Welcome to the show. How you doing? Hi, Dr. Anderson. I'm doing well. How are you, sir? I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking today? Actually, I'm calling. Uh, I agree um, with the previous caller about the topic or uh, stating that, that we have to be careful when we're saying that divorce is not an option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I really said, I want to say I do agree with her because there are many times that we um, find women that um, are in relationships or marriages that are abusive. Right. Um, you you have you address you address adultery, mm-hmm. but a lot of times you have women that are hurting, that are being abused, that sitting right in the church, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's a topic that you don't really hear addressed um, often. So right. Right. I think tolerance. I think abuse goes right in um, sync with adultery because if you're being mentally abused, there's mm-hmm. cruelty. Um, that's taking place, and mm-hmm. I, I don't believe that God would want a woman to stay in a relationship that's like that. Yeah. Hey, let's um, let's talk about abuse for a second, Dee Dee. Let's talk about that because you know how it's on several different levels, right? What level yeah. should a woman or a man, but usually it's the woman, I suppose. What at what level should a woman say, you know what, this is it. I'm not going to take it anymore. Should it be at a level of verbal abuse, at a level of mental abuse, or at a level of physical abuse? What do you think? I think the level, I mean, of course, every woman is different, but I mm-hmm. think any time that your um, sanctity is being compromised, where you're feeling, you're feeling like you are, um, you know, mentally, you're, you're, 
you're about to lose it or mm. um you know you're 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 you just cannot um from day to day function because you're having to take depressant uh, or type of, uh, I don't know, medication or something like that. Or, mm-hmm. um, you know, if your children, if your life is in danger, I think is number one. Okay. Okay. Um, if your life's in danger, so, I think that's good. Okay. If your life is in danger, but if you're in a relationship where even you're mentally being, um, again, you are get you're to the point where you can't even function because you're, Every day you're in fear and mm-hmm. you're operating like that. Then mm-hmm. yes, that's the time when you um, need to start considering if you need to, um, to to get out of that or even separate. Because mm-hmm. when you, I, I heard you say that abandonment is a unsaved or um, a man that abandons his wife and he's yeah. not a Christian, but you have Christian men that have abandoned their wives as well. That mm-hmm. living they're living in the same household. Right. And they have abandoned their their wives. So yeah. what do you do with um, that? Biblically, what do you do yeah. with that? That's a tough one, right? Well, I think it, it is a tough one, but again, I think um, it's important that women surround themselves with those that won't condemn them, because I think, uh, as right. I stated before, there are those that are sitting in the church, and they're afraid to speak out, because yes. they're afraid of being judged. Right. Because you have, you, you know, over the pulpit, you're being told that divorce is not an option. Yeah, um, yeah. But I agree with the um, the woman that stated um, that made this comment um, that um, the previous caller. Right, right. You do have to you have to love yourself enough to be able to walk away um, when you're in a in a situation that's toxic to the point that mm-hmm. it, it it could be um, you know deadly or if as I stated it could cause you some type of mental breakdown. Oh, that's tough. Um, so boundaries that's boundaries tough. definitely should. That's, yeah. that's so tough to discern, too. The physical, it's easier yeah. to see, right? So we saw a picture of a exactly. of a woman right now who's on the television because her ex-husband in the White House beat her, and she showed a picture. And then that's like, okay, we see it, a black eye. Mm-hmm. But what happens if you exactly. get a black eye on your in your heart and your spirit and your mind? Does that even count? And then how do you justify that scripturally? And then you tell people at the church you're separating or getting divorced. Now you're the bad guy, you know, or bad girl in that case. And so I think I think you're right. It's it's like it's a tough one to discern. I think you need pastoral care to really help you walk through it. When we've tried to do this with people, if we tell the woman we bless this, we know it's tough. We don't like divorce, but we do bless this. This person's not changing your spouse, and you have come to a point where we believe that it's okay to separate and maybe even divorce. Those kind of conversations don't happen in all churches, I realize. And, of course, we want to try to keep marriages together. But I think your point is well made, Dee Dee, and I'm glad you made it on my show today. Great. Thank you, Dr. Anderson. I appreciate you, and I enjoy your show. Have a great day. Blessings to you. That's Dee Dee in Alexandria, Virginia. If you want to talk to me, all you have to do is give me a call. I have open lines right now at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Our topic today, if you're just joining us, is marriage tolerance. How much should you tolerate in marriage, not an easy topic to talk about, especially in the church. And we're for marriage. We're not against it. But when do you say, you know what? I'm done. Enough is enough. Come on, Lord. Help me out. Rescue me. Well, I'm here to talk you through it. If you want to call me, now's the time. 888-43-BRIDGE.
When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this, I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Are you tired of living in that smelly basement? Let me tell you something. Amber and I had some basement issues. We called Best Buy Waterproofing. They came and they helped us out. If you have mold, mildew, cracks, blistered pain in your walls, or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe, then call Best Buy Waterproofing. Just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. And we're back. This is good stuff, friends. Marriage tolerance. How much should you tolerate in marriage? Amaryllis Lopez, thanks for hitting me up on Facebook Live. Alfred Scott Jr., he says, honestly, it's a situ- it's situational, but I try to keep my marriage away from having to ask the question. Easy to say, right? LOL. I always ask myself what I did and what can I do and stay focused on Christ. And Zirkle Lovegetz, thank you so much for chiming in on your thoughts as well. She says, when... Uh, the wife focuses on showing her husband honor and he feels it. He knows you really respect and honor him. Find things to honor. Ask Jesus to show you some things to honor him about. Your husband will start to change on his own. You will begin to feel his love. It is a cycle that God puts in us. Wife honors, husband loves. Well, listen, if you want to make a comment, go to my Facebook page at Anderson Speaks. And now I want to go to the phone lines. Let me give you the number, and then I'm going right back. All right, here's the number, 888-432-7434. All right, let's go to Hanover, Maryland. We haven't been there yet. Let's talk to Sheila, who's on the line. Hi, Sheila. Welcome. Hi, Dr. Anderson. It's so good to hear your voice. Good to hear yours. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. What are you thinking? I um, have a question. Well, uh, uh, regarding tolerance, I understand um, the comments that were given and the Bible regarding divorce mm-hmm. and um, God allowing it in situations where there's adultery. That's right. But how do you handle situations where 
there may not be physical adultery, mm-hmm. but there's adultery or there's um, when when sexual addiction is involved, like or maybe pornography, por- pornography or something like that. Right. Yeah. So you know that uh, so, the key word there, even with regard to. Uh, sexual immorality in the Greek, uh, the word is porne, which is dealing with the, the the pornography piece of it. So sexual immorality is bigger than just actually doing the act. Uh, but here's the issue: it you know when the scripture says that it gives us these exceptions. Uh, for instance, adultery is an exception. That doesn't mean that God desires for you to get the divorce. You can go higher than right. that. You can say even though there was adultery. God, I repent of it and let us do even better in the second half than the first half. And God will honor that. So sometimes I think we think if somebody has an addiction or if somebody went outside the marriage, that means we have to get a, a, a divorce. No, it simply means you can, but it doesn't mean you have to. In fact, God often says, this is what they say, but let me say to you this. He takes it to a higher level. So I think God desires for us to get it right together, knowing that we're all kind of messed up now. Uh, right, if, right. whether it's physical adultery or whether it's uh, sort of mental, emotional, pornographic, I think all of that kind of falls into the same. Uh, but right. at the same time, it's still, I know one church right now dealing with uh, a, a, a couple and the elders are trying to discern whether they are allowed to get a divorce or not because the wife caught the husband in, a, 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 how can you put it, an electronic affair. In other words, right. he, he never got he never got together with the woman. They've just been chatting, showing pictures, doing things with the screen, but not with each other uh, right. in different locations. So is that right. really is that really adultery? Right? Like, okay, you didn't actually commit it. You didn't do anything physical. I think the church is going to have to face this now in the day of technology, where you can actually, you right. know, I, I can show you my 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 body and see your body, and we can have an act together without even being in the same room. Does that count? I think that's open to interpretation. We need to think more about it. But at the end of the day, I know when Jesus is talking about it, he's not simply talking about mental adultery. He really is talking about physically engaging your body with another person. And I think that's the adultery the scripture is talking about. I think everything needs counseling and healing and therapy. And so if you have a husband or you have a wife who's engaged with somebody else over the telephone, over text or something like that, it's still not adultery and I wouldn't tell the other person guess what you can leave now because your husband is a porn addict you know what I mean right so you're saying that emotionally if that person is emotionally engaged with the screen basically yep. um, that's still not a reason to get a divorce but if they consistently do it and you don't even know whether you trust that person anymore that's an area of therapy that's an area of right, therapy. Right. It's not necessarily, again, this is my opinion. I know a church is dealing with it, and they kind of believe the opposite here. But uh, I'm saying it's kind of an area where we're going to have to continue to struggle. But if you ask me my opinion, sure. I would say, no, get help. Find out what is going right. on in the person who's addicted. Um, but I wouldn't say leave the person if they haven't been with anybody. Um, you know, they're fantasizing. And, and now I don't want all the women to be mad at me here, Sheila, and you tell me if I said something wrong, but I'm going to say this and you tell me, okay? Men are very okay. Vis- men are very visual, so they're going to see something. They want some skin. Women are very imaginative, right. so they don't have to see it. All they got to do is read a book. And so they can be reading romance right. novels about the same thing, and no one's going to call it pornography because it's all going on in her head, not on a screen. Right. 
Now, is that not the same thing? Well, yeah, I mean, when you're talking about imagination, I mean, both you're you're using your imagination to engage in an activity, but you're not physically doing it. Correct. Um, but you but what hap- but what happens sometimes because you're so engaged in that, then you neglect the, the absolute person. Absolutely so right. That, that That's the problem. No, so, you're absolutely uh, right. And that's what needs to be healed. That's what needs to be addressed. That's right. what needs the therapy. That's what needs the uh, the intimacy uh, stoked. You're absolutely right. So that's the problem. But I think sometimes men get it, uh, because we are visual, men get it, uh, you know, how can I say it? They get in trouble more because of the vi- the visual. But women have eyes right. of the mind, and sometimes they can go really, really deep into the same thing but but they go a different way. They don't need physical eyes. They simply need emotional and mental eyes, and they can be in the same spot that the dude is in just because he saw some flash across the screen. Right, I agree. So, I honestly anyway. agree, and I don't I don't condone divorce, but um, that is a major a major um, problem that I think that's going on now that yeah. I think the church do need to address. No, you're I right. agree with you regarding you're that. You're right. And I agree with mm-hmm. you on that one. So we, we're both saying the same thing. Maybe God will give, uh, right. give us all the grace to try to figure out how to get this in the right space. Hey, God bless you. Okay, Sheila. Exactly. But thank you so much for your um, answers. I really appreciate it. Bless you, my sister. Let's go to Leslie. She's in Washington, DC. Hi, Leslie. This is Dr. Anderson. How you doing? I'm good today. How about you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. So what are you thinking? Hey, um, I have a question because um, if uh, I'm having a, a strange relationship right now and okay. um, it feels like abandonment in my marriage. We've been together plus five years and okay. we don't have any children together. Okay. But he, he, we both um, had transitioned in our jobs and our finances. Okay. But he can, he can work if he wanted to, but he won't go find a job and he won't apply for unemployment. Um, he had some opportunity that was supposed to be coming up, but he got discouraged because everything changed. Hmm. Um, so it's making why, it difficult. Why is he not working? Cause it seems like he just shut down. Um, he he was supposed to be working with a college regarding motorcycles and stuff, and all of a sudden things just changed. What, what was supposed to be happening, even part-time and then full-time, it just hasn't. Hmm. And he has not tried to go out to find another job if that mm. doesn't work um, I'm, he won't even talk to me about it to say mm. you know this is what I'm trying to do this is what can we do this what can we do to you know mm. to make things uh, so, better so. now the other part of that too just so you know we made a large investment on something mm. and it didn't work out and we agreed together to make this investment but mm. he's blaming me for it mm. okay so he's got some some issues going on inside his head with confidence and with the yeah. st- with esteem and with ego. Yeah. And and when he sees you or talks to you it's it's kind of a dig to his ego. And uh, I'm not sure why and I don't under- I, I don't understand why. Yeah. But I think what you got to do is kind of back up off of him for a while and just encourage him and see if that works. Just try a different way now and s- say yeah. honey we're going to make it. We're going to get through this somehow. Give it a month or so and see what happens. Yeah. Hey, listen, I, I wish I could talk to you more. I got this break, Leslie. I hope that helped a little bit. I'm coming back in just three minutes.
Today, more than ever, it is imperative to offer your child a Christian education. The Bible says in 2 Peter 3, 18, But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory now and forever. Amen. At First Baptist School of Laurel, this verse rings true in all that they do. Education is a partnership between the parents, students, teachers, and faculty. Let FBSL collaborate with you and provide your child with the best education and peace of mind found in a Christian learning environment. FBSL offers a rigorous Bible-based curriculum, competitive tuition, before and after care, and a summer camp program, all in a safe environment with a loving Christ-like faculty. First Baptist School of Laurel is a Maryland state-approved non-public school. First Baptist School of Laurel prides itself on its small class sizes and offers classes that range from preschool 3 to the 8th grade. If this is what you are looking for in a school and would like more information or to begin the enrollment process, call 301-490-1076 or fbslaurel.com. Your kitchen out of style? Whether you prefer classic, traditional, or even a modern farmhouse look, Potomac Shores Cabinetry can both design and build a spectacular space to fit the way you live. Select custom door options and choose from thousands of finishes. WAVA listeners, call now and save 15% off your cabinetry. A friendly mobile consultant will even bring the store to your door. Call Eric Smith at 833-474-6737 or online at WAVA.com keyword kitchen. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. The World Health Organization has now recognized video game addiction as a serious threat to public health. The 11th International Classification of Diseases defines gaming disorder as playing games so obsessively that it takes precedence over other life interests. Up to 6% of adolescents reportedly suffer from this condition in which they play on their devices more than 10 hours a day, ignoring sleep, food, personal hygiene, schoolwork, and social relationships. With this new classification, insurance will begin providing treatment and rehab for those trying to shake the addiction. The most successful games employ brain science to lure players into constant play, and now public health authorities will try to use similar sophistication to cure those who have become addicted. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. We see you trying to prove something by not taking a vacation. It's backfiring. You see, workers who take time off are more productive, more creative, and more likely to get a promotion. While you were in that meeting trying to nap with your eyes open, you could have been crushing Friday with a wine tasting, a mountain hike, or a beach day. Don't be a work martyr. Pack your bags for adventure. Vacation inspiration is available at Virginia.org. This message is sponsored by the Virginia Tourism Corporation. For more information, visit Virginia.org. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk this with Dr. Becker, David Anderson. Of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. Thank you so much for your support, and I do hope that I'm a blessing to you. Many of you are a blessing to me. All right, I'm going right back to the phone lines. Anonymous is on the line. Hi, Anonymous. Welcome to the show. How are you? 
I'm good. I love your show, Dr. Anderson. I try to listen every day, especially on Marriage Mondays, even though I'm a widow and a, a senior. Mm, thank you for listening. So what are you thinking? Uh, well, I went through uh, what I feel was verbal and emotional abuse. Um, but I think even though I had a good childhood, I think I um, had a problem with abandonment issues mm. because a few times I tried to run away from my husband until he couldn't find me because I was mm. afraid of him. Hmm. Uh, was your was your I, father anybody, was your father emotionally no, my, available no, to you? Fa- yeah, yeah, he was. Okay. I, I had a good family. I get a good upbringing. Okay, but I think we all bring um, baggage into the marriage, and I think my husband had bullying in his past with kids mm, bullying him, and got it. Okay. he wasn't athletic, so he might have not been, mm. you know, encouraged that way. But mm-hmm. anyway, so my point is, um, when I went to minister, uh, he said, "Don't use the D word," which was divorce. Mm. <laughs> When talking to your husband, got it. and at one point, I, my husband and I agreed that we weren't going to use the D word, and things got better. Yeah. And uh, the other thing is, if a woman's thinking about walking out, she has to figure out ahead of time how to be safe, where she's going to go, and plan right. it out. And right. if she feels like she's going to get a divorce, she needs a lawyer before she does any of that. Yeah. And uh, I just, and also, there's resources in the community. And the last thing I want to say, Dr. Anderson, is. Um, Focus on the Family has a wonderful program for people who are really um, in troubled marriages, even if they file for divorce, and yeah. they've got an, like an 85% success rate. Mm, that's wonderful. Thank you so much, Anonymous, for your words. I do appreciate it. God bless you. Let me go to my last caller. Pamela's in Hyattsville. Pamela, I've got about 30 seconds, but I want to hear from you. What are you thinking? Dr. David Anderson, I think due to the selfishness that is in our society today, mm-hmm. people tend to hide about um, I'm done, it's enough, I can't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. And they go about just, uh, if you look at the rate of divorce now, a lot of people divorce for no reason. Mm-hmm. People don't fast, they don't pray, they mm-hmm. don't seek the face of God. Mm-hmm. They just jump into a relationship with expectation, and then when they don't meet the expectation, <laughs> they want to come out of it right away. Right. Like right. Like, like right now. So uh, we just need to fast and pray because the world is not getting better. Yeah, you know what, we Pamela? We need to know who we trust and hold on to it. Amen. That's such a good word, and I'm going to pray even now. Thank you so much for the final word. That's true. You know, have you fasted? Have you prayed like uh, Pamela said? And have you covenant with a few other people to walk you through this so you have affirmation uh, and confirmation so you're not just doing it on your own? That's that's good stuff. Hey, let's pray together, friends. Lord Jesus, we thank you. It's been a quick hour, but such good uh, thoughts and comments. Would you just give us your sound judgment, your discernment, and your wisdom, Lord, so that we can hear from you? It's in Jesus' name I pray for every one of my listeners. Amen and amen.